0: That, that there was cheating involved. He barely even beat me by 100 votes. I mean like that that was very close. Considering that I was locked up.
1: Welcome to Drunk Politics. It's Krista. We're interviewing Omar Navarro today. He is awesome and he, uh, he's, he's in politics. So uh, in California. Right, Maxine Waters District. So he has a lot of fun stuff to say. He's a great dude. And uh, don't forget to like this video or podcast and uh, subscribe. Also, make sure you write us a review if you appreciate us. We love you too. Uh, We also have merch. You can support us and, uh, you know, our efforts to make this world a better place uh, by going to drunkpolitics.com slash shop and buy one of our sassy t-shirts. All right, here you go. Tell me about yourself.
0: Well, about myself, I'm first of all, like I didn't get into politics out of nowhere. I got in politics actually at a very young age. I was 14 years old. Uh, I was following uh, the Bush election at that time, and, and I actually I liked him at that time. Yeah. And what do you know years later he's he learned he's a bastard and he's no good. But again, like I got into it and I just followed it and I got educated myself. My grandparents are Cuban, so right. they passed away and they got me into politics in a big way because of communism and they want this country to get overtaken by by uh, their way of government. So they were like, Well, you have to get involved, you have to participate, because if you don't, then that can happen here in this country too. So I was like, Okay, well, I never thought anything of it when I was like 14. I was just participating and following things. It wasn't until I was like 20, I would say like 19, I started kind of getting myself more curious about politics and getting involved. And it wasn't until I was 22 years old that I actually did get involved. That was like 10 years ago. I'm 32 now. Um, And I decided like, look, I'm going to participate. I'm going to make a difference. And so I started working campaigns, volunteering, interning. I was going to college. I was finishing off my major. (laughs) Um, and I just decided, like, let's do this. And so I, I really got addicted to it. Honestly, I got addicted to the competition factor because I like competition. Yeah, and I I like winning. (laughs) I don't (laughs) like losing, (laughs) so I don't do well with losing. Even though you learn a lot from losing, you know. Yeah. Um. So, I was like, okay. I never thought I was gonna go in and run myself. Like I just thought, like I would help out and help other people.
2: Mm -hmm. And then
0: out of nowhere, I bet some guy, um, I, 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 some guy told me like, Hey, maybe you should try to run or something like that. And, and I was trying to run in the 44th district, which is a district right next door to mine, which is like, Oh, not, not in Maxine's district, but it was in the 44th. So I tried to change my name and there's some other Republican that was running. Okay. And that wasn't really my district. So they said, well, you live in Maxine. Why don't you just run against Maxine? There's no one running against her. (laughs) And I was like, uh okay, sure, why not? Because it's to help the party, you know, they so I went into run against Maxine. And I never thought of it like as of like I did it as a learning experience. Like I just wanted to learn how government worked and everything. I didn't really take it that serious. I I took it as like I wanted to learn something. So I I ran, I lost in two thousand and sixteen. Was it twenty sixteen when I ran?
2: Okay.
0: And then when two thousand Uh, at right after that election ended, uh, to 2018, I reannounced again that I was going to run. And this time I was very, uh, something changed in me. Like it was like, I saw the, the potential of live streaming and getting name out there. And I started doing that and it worked. I got a mounted a big following off that started raising money. And then eventually it brought people like Roger Stone on my campaign, uh, got Michael Flynn, uh, uh, and his whole family actually behind me. They all endorsed that's me. Awesome. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. And, and Larry Elder, I went on Fox news, got on different shows Yeah. and then, yeah. So I raised, uh, $2 million. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So I did really well in fundraising from going raising $2,000 to raising 2 million. That's a big difference. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I, I learned a lot. I got endorsements, got a lot of support. And I didn't win, although I, did, I won my primary, and I beat three other Republicans that were running against me. Everybody was attacking me. The establishment was trying to get me out of the race. Of course. And when I finally beat these three other guys, they were like, wow, Omar's actually real. You know, he actually got through it and was able to go against uh, Maxine. I didn't win against Maxine, but what I did do, though, I did some damage because I got a lot of registration of Republican voters in my district, which was a huge success on yeah. its own. Because this district's like ninety plus Democrat, like meaning like the ratio of, of Democrats in his district's like ten to one. So it's pretty bad.
1: Where exactly is the district?
2: Like, so
0: the district, um South LA, okay Inglewood, Hawthorne, mm-hmm. half of Torrance. Is in yeah, the district. yeah. Okay. Yeah. The half of Torrance that I live in. Yeah. Closer the- to South Torrance. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, have you, did you, I tagged you in something yesterday on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it, but uh-huh. it was a heat map kind of, not really a heat map, but it was by um area or town or whatever in LA County. And it showed the shift. Um, it, it focused on Hispanic voters, but the shift of Republican and, and Democrat areas. And it was enlightening because most of like the, not so wealthy areas were all red. And Mm -hmm. then you had like PV and Redondo and all the way up the coastline that were like blue. Mm -hmm. It was really interesting. It was like, I wonder how honest a lot of the elections, especially in the districts are.
0: Yeah. I think in minority run communities, um, I think there's a lot of dishonesty, uh, with the Democrats. They try to kind of manipulate them, control them. Yeah. Um, and they're necessarily not even registered Democrats. Some of them, they're registered independent mm-hmm. Republican, but they don't vote that way because what happens is they get intimidated they, by their neighbors. They're some of their friends. It's like a gang, you know, like it's in the mafia, yeah. you know, like they, yeah. they will go and resort like Maxine. She went to, to a, a, a Rouse, I believe in, in Inglewood. And they videotaped her. I have a video somewhere in my Facebook and she was trying to intimidate people, like coming out with a bunch of, like a bunch of big uh, trucks with a bunch of her big, like big people and stuff like that. Trying to say, Hey, you better vote for Maxine, like kind of like intimidating them during the time I was running against her. It's in 2018. So I-, I was really like, I was like, wow, she's really going out of her way to do that. That's crazy. Um, but when did you know, she ever go to her district? i I think when she when she drives that mercedes around that she has in front of her house so i mean that's when she does that (laughs) where does she even live do you know um she lives in hancock park um so the hancock park is uh outside of the district but uh, in all honesty the hancock park at one point was in the district and it got redistricted and got pushed out of it so to be fair you know but she lives in the six. <laughs> yeah. Five million dollar mansion, which is huge. So Yeah. No so how deal. do you how do you live in the five million dollar mansion being in government, you know? That makes no
2: sense.
1: No, I don't understand how a lot of them are worth so much money. But then you just have insider trading deals, kinda like Nancy just pulled with the old uh Tesla situation. So I don't know.
0: <laughs> and Diane Feinstein. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh my her husband and her like the biggest crooks and i mean they, they're like friends with pelosi i mean like he tells you yeah. should tell you everything
1: yeah it really should i don't i just think we've got to have we've got to have some term limits really i don't see any other fix of this issue there is absolutely no reason that we have career politicians in their liter- i mean what tell me nancy what have you done for your district in the last 50 years just wondering.
0: I made everyone broke. <laughs> that's, <laughs> what <she would> say. <laughs> that's what she does, you know. I mean, Nancy Pelosi is, is one of those people that's just, you know, she's been in office for so long that she's yeah. become a disservice to her own constituency. So that's the yeah. thing with her.
1: Yeah. Um, so Maxine, t- tell me how you feel about that clip of her telling um, people to push back on Trump supporters. Do you feel like she was inciting violence with that?
0: Comment. Well, definitely. I mean, she should be in jail. I, I called for her arrest in 2018 when she said that, and I was on Fox News. <laughs> arrest Maxine Waters. So I kept saying that, or yeah. expel this this uh, witch. Um, so I kept saying that, and then just no one would like. It's, fine, it, it's like She got someone arrested in, that lived in the district because he said, "I'm going to take you out," and then he got arrested. He's facing charges. I think he's still in, in, in actually in custody. And Maxine Waters could say that about everyone as a public figure and not be in custody herself and not be arrested herself. It makes no sense or not even be expelled from Congress as a matter. So that's why exactly I'm running again in 2022 because that exact reason, because Maxine Waters is like, and they, and they did everything shady to get me out of my race in 2018 to 2020,
2: uh-huh.
0: because I literally had some, I had some mess to happen to me and I, and I truly believe that Maxine Waters is in on it and that she paid people off to set me up. And caused me would cause me to to end up in jail for six months, which was a horrible thing.
1: You went to jail for six months.
0: Yeah, I was in jail for six months, six and a half months to be exact. Oh. Uh, and I was being falsely accused of stuff that I didn't even do, and I was forced into taking some plea deal that I didn't even want to take just to get out of custody. And and it was like uh, I was in San Francisco. Out of all the places, yeah. The Democrat in the DA in my case was a uh her father was John Burris, who's the biggest Black Lives Matter attorney in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And he was the former attorney of uh that guy, uh who's that guy that got beat up back in the 90s? Uh Rodney King. Yeah. He yeah. represented Rodney King. So this guy was daughter was on my case, like literally overcharging me uh, on things I obviously didn't do. And it, they they literally the Democrat run system over there, they've literally forced me into uh a corner and I had no choice. But as soon as I got out, I said to myself, look, conservatives are not going to believe that they're not going to fall for that whole story. And the the whole setup that happened, yeah. there's people that were paid off behind scenes and, and that's what ended up happening to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like that happens all the time. I mean, Michael Flynn is a really good example of
0: that. Sure.
1: Having and they'll
0: use loved ones to do it too, to, to, prog- to progress their own agenda.
1: Yeah. Having to admit guilt in something because you're back into a corner that
2: you didn't even do. Hmm. So,
0: yeah. And it, and I, th- and I thought to myself, like having the support of Flynn and Roger Stone and, and all these people that were behind me, even Herman Cain, who passed away, God bless him because he helped me a lot. Um, yeah. I, I in myself, I was like, look, they're just coming after me because I know all these people and they're going to do everything it can to discredit me. Yeah. And as soon as I got out of the situation, I was in, I was like, you know what? It's either, I'm going to sit down, stay in a corner like they want me to disappear. Mm-hmm. Not do anything and you're like good little boy, yeah. Good little boy. Which I'm not. (laughs) I'm definitely not that. I'm definitely a feisty one and I I tend to fight back. So if you're gonna put me in a corner, I'm going to fight back. I'm gonna figure out a way to get out of it and I'm I'm gonna get you. It's like Muhammad Ali, you know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the more you put me in the corner, the more I'm like, no, actually
2: this isn't gonna fly.
0: So Yeah, you have to be a scrapper. Let me out before I explode so. Exactly.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, no, but yeah, it's like, it's like literally like, it's like, uh, the idea it's like, it's like you have one Mai Tai, right? Like we were talking about earlier about Mai Tais. Yeah. and then you have another Mai Tai and then you have the third one by the third one, you might be seeing Nancy Pelosi around and, and you know, her being drunk in the bar because right. that's how she does it.
1: <laughs> that woman, I swear to God. Um, okay. So what's, what's ahead for you? Like so you're running for 2022. Sure. Right. Is that, that's, that's correct. That's when the next. Yeah. Race...
0: So in 2022, there's going to be an election. There's going to be a primary. Um, it's going to be in, um, I believe in April of uh, 2022. Okay. And there's going to be, uh, then it's going to progress to November. So I will be facing, there'll be someone running against me. Uh, this guy is total, not Republican. Uh, this guy attacked the president. The guy's out pro- trying to primary me. Um, I ran against him before. Obviously, that that there was cheating involved. He barely even beat me by a hundred votes. I mean, like that that was very close. Considering that I was locked up, he only beat me for by a hundred votes. Can you believe that? That's crazy, that, no. That must mean he wasn't spending any money on his campaign. So, no. That's
1: uh, <laughs> who is this person?
0: Uh, his name was uh J- Joe Collins, oh, and he, yeah, he's the guy that that ran the last time, and he, you know. He was running on saying that he's conservative and all that, but no one knows that he was actually registered Democrat back in 2018 when I ran. He tried running as a Democrat. In my election, soon after, he switched to the Green Party to run against President Donald Trump and started raising money under the Green Party. And then after that, he switched again to some other party. And then after that, he switched to Republican and he came up like, Oh, I'm a Navy veteran. I've always been a Republican. No, that's not true, because you changed parties four or five times in two years. Yeah. Uh, you like, you're not if, a Navy
1: I'm gonna serve you. That's where you're sitting.
0: Yeah, and it's it's dishonest, honestly. It's dishonest with people like when they come out like that, trying to use the conservative movement, just saying, Oh, I'm a veteran. But let's not forget, guys, uh John Kerry's also a veteran. Let's not forget there's a lot of people that are in the Democratic Party that are veterans. Does that make them honorable? John McCain. I mean, let's give an example. You know, a
2: really good example. He's really something. He was.
0: Yeah, he definitely was something. He he was always doing everything to fight the the president. I mean, like, it, look, it, it was an inside job. What happened with uh with the election? And these people did oh, everything yeah. they could 100%. to uh steal it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's why you have to stop the steal. You know.
1: Yeah, I think the problem is that. Um, a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people do believe that there was election fraud, um, mm-hmm. but it's been so misrepresented. How do we change that in the future if no, no, if nothing changes as far as voting goes? Like, our, it, I'm battling with that in my head. Like, if we can't get even, you know, if we can't get any acknowledgement, even from the people that are sitting in Congress right now besides mm-hmm. five, that there was actual election fraud, even though like, the reports are out, we can see that China had wow. interfered, Russia <laughs> interfered. Like We can read that. It's there for everyone to read. People don't read it. And they listen to the news, gaslight them. So if, if people in office aren't going to do anything about election integrity, then how do we remedy that?
0: Sure. Um, one of the things that I've been saying is basically like Trump, it's going to have to basically address that in the next two years, because obviously we have uh, the House races that are coming up. Um, he's going to have to do that. He's going to have to figure out a way to hire investigators to hire, is on a mass scale and really crack down on it, because that's that's going to be so important. If let's say he does try to run again in, in four years, yeah. that means that he's going to have to have addressed it. So we're going to have to address the voter fraud, first of all. Second of all, we're going to have to address the freedom of speech situation Mm -hmm. because good look what happened to my Twitter. I lost 70,000 followers um, in one week. That's crazy. Yeah. Banned accounts, all banned. All these people were banned. That's
1: so crazy. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the social media platforms um, Mm -hmm. and what ends up rising up as a different form of communication. Because I think that, I mean, we can't be in echo chambers, you know? But one thing about Twitter is it is very, you know, it, it's very liberal, but at the same time, it's almost better than for me, I think, than going on to like parlor and having it just be, everybody agrees with the same stuff. Then you're going to Twitter, everybody agrees with the same stuff. No, we need to come to a point in our country where we can listen to both sides because one, because someone's lying or yeah. searching the truth, you know, and like truth doesn't matter anymore. I was just um, reading one of the PolitiFact or Snopes or something. We get fact checked all the time in our face. Oh
0: yeah. The Snopes is so annoying. It's so yeah.
1: annoying. And the thing that they were fact checking was like basically what the headline said and they agreed with it, but they put misleading on it anyways. Like, I think it was about AOC. <laughs>
2: <Or> being,
0: like, <laughs> I mean, she should out. be fact-checked. You know, she's not even fact-checked. I mean, I rarely see her get fact-checked. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, God, to champion something like the Green New Deal, I just can't. All you have to do is read it to know it's the most terrible piece of legislation ever written.
0: So I call it the Green New Poop.
1: It really is, though.
0: <clears throat> that's what it is. It really is. It's just, they just uh, threw in trash in there. So that's all it is.
1: Good. So I don't know. Mm. Election, it, elections are interesting. I personally, I've lived in Oregon now for quite a while and um, I can't leave or I would, but the, um, the elections here have always been mail-in ballots since like date. I don't know eighties or so. I mean it's been a long, long time, last 20 years or something. Um, I've never actually voted um via anything else. Like we don't have polls, right? If you get your ballot mailed to you and you can go in and fill it out and turn it in, which is what we did this last time, my mom and I, um, but you can't there's no we don't have any voting machines or anything like that.
2: Really? It's all okay.
1: just paper ballots and it's mail. We don't know, like, there's really no way to track it. I don't, there's really no way to know if your vote was counted. I mean, it'll say it was received, but that's it, right? Um, So I think that there's been a massive amount of fraud for a long time because right after that is when um, we turned so blue, like Mm -hmm. so blue. And there are a lot of counties and different areas in this state that aren't aren't so blue uh, and it just doesn't really i don't think it makes a whole lot of sense and i think it's just yeah I mean really telling as far as um you know mm-hmm. processes go how do you keep track of all those what's the process like why can't we track okay. our ballots why can't why can't we just encrypt our vote Why can't I make sure that my vote, I mean, it's 2021, come on. The only reason that we don't have election integrity is because we don't want it.
0: No, because they want to cheat and control the elections and they want their own point of view to be heard. And that's what's been going on. I mean, it goes on in a lot of these districts too, these liberal districts where that happens. But again, like it's up to us to decide that we are tired of this, yeah. that we want change. So, and that's what we have to do. We have to address it. So,
1: yeah, I just, how?
0: Oh, well, I think there are a few ways. I mean, there's definitely a way that I stated earlier by like Trump having a team of people yeah. to go out there and investigate it and actually have actual proof that this is actually happening mm-hmm. because we're going to have to get video. We're going to have to get something. We're going to have to get something like kind of like maybe like judicial watch type of situation where, They they get someone recorded on video saying certain things that they're doing, some top-level person. And the more we put that out there, the more we put that out there in the next two years, I think that's going to be the the defining factor. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be able to keep doing election fraud if we keep looking into it. That's going to make them nervous and unwilling to to cheat.
2: Mm -hmm. How do you feel about the voting machine? Uh, Dominion? Mm -hmm.
0: I mean... (laughs) That's what they're doing to manipulate the elections. I mean, how is it that, that in Georgia, was it 100,000 votes exactly goes to Joe Biden? I mean, that's a concern right there. I'm like, like how do 100,000 votes, all 100,000 votes just go to Joe Biden?
2: I mean, statistically, that doesn't even seem possible.
0: So, No, not at all. Not at all. I, and and that, that's the thing where that I look at, because if that's statistically impossible for that to happen, then there has to be an essence of voter fraud in the election. Therefore, Joe Biden is the illegitimate president, not the legitimate one. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He really isn't. I can't. Okay. Here's another thing that I get
1: hammered for sometimes, but I don't care. I think that it is irresponsible as adults to watch Mm -hmm. him and think that he is of sound mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are are we serious right now? All you have to do is watch his mannerisms, the way he walks, the way he talks, like his speeches. Like, do we have that much cognitive dissonance in our society that we can't look and tell that like what's happening to him is
0: fucking elder abuse? (laughs) He's talking to to his earpiece. He's like, (laughs) what should I say, Obama? What should I say, Kamala Harris? He's like, you say this. No Joe, don't say that. Don't say that, Joe. Don't do it. He's like, oh, I forgot. You know, like he's, he has dementia. I mean, like he this is. guy is just, he shouldn't it's, be the president.
1: It's really bad. It's really it's, bad. I
0: feel bad for him, honestly. I do. Like, I feel horrible about I it. Do too. They're, they're abusing abused.
1: him. Yeah, he's—they are,
0: are abusing Joe Biden.
1: Mm-hmm. He's being used and abused, and I want to know who's doing it. Like, who's behind this? Is it China? is it is it like a new world order like who is pulling his the wife
0: might be a chinese spy the wife might be the one controlling him She's right next to him all the she's time there so
1: all the time all the and time and they
0: say she's a, a doctor a doctor she's a doctor right a, a doctor a doctor of what that's what a i want doctor
1: wonder. teacher a doctor <laughs> a doctorate so she must be a doctor
0: yeah, they keep saying that. It's so annoying. I, I like find it like it's like there's got to be some 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 cover there. Like it seems like his wife's manipulating him some way, and then Kamala Harris is also there. So it's like all these people, and then the one that's really puppeteer is basically Obama. You know, yeah, he's the one really really controlling his president. strength.
2: Isn't that what they call him? shadow president?
0: Mm-hmm. That's what we call him. Yeah, that's what he is.
2: Yeah. Well,
1: I don't know. It, oh, what's your prediction for the next like? two years, do you think that he's going to get away with all the stuff that he's signing? I mean, I saw that North Korea no. is um, like trying to pass a bill that says, basically we can do whatever we want and we're going to ignore his EOs because they're insane.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. I don't blame States to defy uh, Joe Biden and stuff. I, Joe Biden is going to sign certain things that might go through right away, but there's a lot of things that are going to take years to actually undo. So I I don't see him like, I see him doing damage, but I don't see him doing like too much permanent damage unless he got two terms in the presidency. So I think we're going to have to take back the house. It's very serious that we take back the house in the next two years and then that we take back the presidency in four. So yeah, that's where I'm at with that. Um, in regards to uh, everything else, our forefront battle right now is the freedom of speech is the right to, uh, not have tech companies take advantage of us and shut us down just because they disagree with our political beliefs. Right. So that, that's the biggest, uh, the, I think that's the biggest thing besides that. And, and look, I'll give you an example we were just talking about earlier. Uh, you know, I try to go to the pier and like try to go anywhere. I can't even go to old Tony's. I can't go to a lot of the places that I like going to because they're closed, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, they definitely changed our way of life and the way we do things. I mean, other than going to Riviera, the Redondo Riviera, where it's open outside, it's cool. But, you know, it's not the same. It's just like they changed everything.
1: Yeah, it's not the same. Do you think Newsom's going to get recalled?
0: Yeah, I think so. There's a chance there, which I'm glad. You know, there's some, there's some people, the former mayor of San Diego is trying to run. Uh, so we'll see about that. Um, and there's also, you know, John Cox who ran last time, so not such a great candidate. But I think the former mayor of San Diego might have a chance if he runs. But Peter Thiel might be the best uh, guy if he does run.
1: Yeah, that'd be good. I saw
0: something
1: Yeah. he was like, Grinnell, you should run for governor.
0: Oh, yeah, Grinnell. That would be
2: I cool like, if he did it, too. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> that would be the major troll. You know? <laughs> great at it,
1: yeah. I love him. Um, yeah, he's great. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, do you foresee opening? anytime soon down there i mean you can open out they're open outside but when when are like when is this gonna end,
0: end? um i i personally don't think that it's gonna end right away mm-hmm. i think that they're gonna try to extend this until the end of the year they might they said oh we're gonna be open in three months blah 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 by june but reality is uh, they could come up with excuses so they could extend this till the end of the year so and they're gonna try to do that especially mm-hmm. here in california yeah. They're gonna they're gonna give us uh, let us eat outside and then for a while and then they'll take it away again, away again. They'll say, "Oh, COVID rates have gone up. We have to close down again." So this is their excuse, you know, to control us.
1: Yeah, it's so crazy. At this point, I don't know how you don't see that this is not about like a virus. That
2: it's this what this is
1: like hidden from the truth. You know,
2: this is
0: a social project. That's there all it is. Really is.
1: That's all it is.
0: How much freedom are you willing to give up social project? That's what it is.
1: How much can they silence us though? Like at this, we have to realize that, okay, take away our social media. So we can't communicate. We're still finding other ways. Right. And Mm. as much as they don't want to admit it, at least 65 to 70% of the fucking country voted for Trump. And so are we just going to sit back and be like, Oh, it's fine. Take our rights away. No, no, we can't. At this point, like we need to start taking some serious action. You know, those Congress people that are not doing us any favors, like Liz Cheney, they gotta go. They gotta go. Like if we start impeaching Congress, then it it needs to happen. Like, gotta go. (laughs) this is not what we wanted this is really not what we voted for you're literally killing the economy every move that you make now they want another 1.9 trillion dollar spending bill like for what the other money's
2: out the door and it's not coming to us so exactly i don't like they gotta go
0: yeah, we got to remove them. I mean, these rhinos, Mitch McConnell. I mean, we got to get rid of all these people because they're all they're all traitors. They're all traitors. And and if we don't get rid of these people, we got to spend the next uh, two years to try to remove these people from the House, and we got to eventually get some of these people out of the Senate. So that's going to be the major goal in this in this next election that's coming up. So
1: I feel like we should do um like I don't I don't know legalities to this, but if we just demanded an audit. Of our Congress people, that would show a lot of stuff. Like if we just follow the money in any of these situations, who's paying? Where is your campaign money coming from? Who is your spouse in bed with? Like, what are what alternative motive do you have for going against what your district wants?
0: Drug test too. Hello, can this should be a drug test mandatory drug test?
1: Five seconds. Yeah.
0: Really? I say follow the drugs also yeah. <laughs> when it comes to some of these people because you never know. Um, yeah. It to be yeah. like a
1: fucking probe into all of their financial doings. I mean, financial
0: hello? and personal.
1: Yeah. What are you yeah. doing in your spare time? Who do you hang out with? What church do you attend? Like, who are you as a human? We don't really know because you lie. They
0: attend the so. Church of Satan. That's what they do. So gross. <laughs> they really do. So. Yeah, it is gross. <laughs> They're like baby eaters. That's what they do. They eat blood. You
2: know? So gross.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is gross. Yeah.
2: So gross. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I don't
0: know. They disgust me. I mean, that's what the left. I mean, this is the thing. You know, when when we talk about investigating child trafficking, they call us crazy. They call us like we're we're oh, you're QAnon, you're this and that. No, it, it's rational sense it's to thing. want to know no. that this is happening and it's really happening. And you guys are trying to hide the fact that it's happening. Look at Epstein. That's an example right there on its own. All the connections, all the people of the island that they were taking people to. Like, you're telling me that this wasn't happening, but it actually happened. And there's a case on it. And he hanged himself, magically, magically hanged himself, which didn't happen. Don't buy it. That just doesn't happen. I, I'm sure Bill Clinton and Hillary were in that room together right there deciding what they were going to do to him.
1: Uh-huh. A hundred percent. I mean, yeah they're behind so many things I could go on for days about them. But I think that, um, the fact that th- the whole of Twitter didn't know what a coyote was. I just, I'm still not over it. And it just shows that you don't actually know anything about trafficking kids over the border. If you don't sure, know yeah. a fucking coyote, what a, it's not an animal. Just so you know,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: They could traffic children through the border. And when they say, oh, what? those children are in cages, those children are in cages, that's I nice. was like, how do you know? How? Look, it's, it's like, look, they look at the, the different facts. They don't even, they say, oh, they're separating from their families. How do you know that some of these people are bringing these children from the border are their actual parents? They could be people that are trafficking them through the border. That's- and then they're saying, oh, that's my child. It's not their yeah. child.
1: That's the thing is that, um, I remember specifically a a press conference that was done by, I think it was one of the ice leaders or something. And then, um, Kaylee McEnany back in whatever the summertime. Mm -hmm. And, um, they were saying that there was out of like 500 kids, let's just say 500 kids it like 85% of the kids didn't, their parents didn't want them back. Or they couldn't find their parents. So mm-hmm. that really says something. So, okay, you're going to release all these kids back to their families. They haven't released them yet because we already know that the family doesn't want them.
2: Yeah. Or, or, or they're under their know know that. Yeah. We <laughs> the already know that. Yeah.
1: No one pays attention to like, you know, reality because that's mm-hmm. not. That's not reported on the news.
0: So the reality is, there's nowhere for these kids to go. That's exactly, true. and that's the that's the reality with the Democratic Party. I mean, they don't have a reality, and, and that's the virus on its own. <laughs> they are the virus. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: it's true. You know, I really don't like the whole. You know, they have
0: a mental health problem, honestly. They, they
1: really do. do. You know, I think liberal, like extreme liberalism, in and of itself, is a mental problem. But I also think that you know extremity in general is is a mm. mental problem. There's definitely people on the right that I'm like, whoa, okay, hold on.
2: <laughs> That's we'll so hold true. Down. Yeah.
1: We'll be a little more balanced about that. Stop. Um but I don't know, like I'm I just wish that in our political arena and who we've elected so far, if you could just put down the politic part, like let's let's stop blaming Republicans or Democrats and just get to the facts, but they can't because it doesn't serve either side. Right. It doesn't. And that, that's really pathetic because on the right side, they're just getting mowed over all the time.
0: Yeah. They're definitely getting mowed over all the time on the right side because they allow it to happen. And unless we uh, do something about it and stand up for ourselves and fight for what we believe in, then we're going to continue to get pushed around. That's what Trump represents. He, he represented that that person. I'm not going to get pushed around. You're not going to do that. No matter how weak a lot of Republicans are, you're not going to push me around. Yeah, I'm not going to allow it to happen. And that's what he did. He he definitely pushed back on all these people. And they created all these lies. They fabricated everything. The I mean, that whole thing was set up. The whole thing happened in D.C. just so they can discredit him.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, it's so obvious, too. It's mm-hmm. so obvious. I, you can't watch all those videos and think. I mean, I, this QAnon like um, shaman guy with the horns. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't buy that he's really cute, and I also don't buy that. Um, no,
0: if he's abused cute, he wouldn't be wearing those horns in the first place. So. No,
1: absolutely no. not. He was he was planted a long time ago. He's a fucking actor. He has mm-hmm. a backstage profile. He's an actor, literal actor.
0: Connected to Antifa, probably.
1: <laughs> probably, or he was just hired. I mean, I think a lot of people have been hired to do those kinds of jobs to make crisis them
0: actors. Badder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're crisis actors. That's what they are. I, I seriously like. A, it's, yeah, that's what they do. That's what the left does. They'll hire. I, oh, look what happened in Las Vegas too—the shooting too. There's crisis actors there too, also. Yeah. That happened, but, but they, they, they literally made that happen and they're still trying to cover it up till this day, the Las Vegas shooting. Yeah. It's all crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. I don't know. Just don't sell your soul to them. That's the only thing you can't do. No. I
1: think too many people have. Right.
0: Like Hollywood.
1: Yeah. Hollywood, oh Hollywood's just a train wreck anyways. You know, I really hated Obama when he first came on the scene and I started getting into politics, you know, I'm 20 something years ago now, because I'm oldish. I was in high school and I started paying attention. And um I I really hated Obama because he was on the cover of people magazine and it was like a fucking popularity contest to him. And I'm not into that at all. Like I it's cool like for you to want to like be that like suave guy but that's all that he was he was just a smooth Mm -hmm. talker he reminded me of someone who like some guy who's just trying to like get you to go on the date so he can like get you in bed that's it that's all obama reminded me of and i just couldn't stand him
2: (laughs) it's kind of funny analogy it sounds like a tool it sounds like a typical tool tool. right
0: yeah
1: yeah and and it's
0: in la we call it fuck so
1: many people like you know, they fall for that. Oh. And, um, I just, I could never get on board with it ever. And I didn't, it's not that I liked anyone running against him. I didn't really.
2: Um, so
0: are you saying Obama was a fuck boy? Yeah. 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 Okay.
2: Let's <laughs> clarify that. You know what I said? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's so true though.
1: The annoying guy in high school, you know, like the quarterback of the football team or whatever, like stereotypical thing you want to pin on that. Oh, you know, They're the cool, like, they're the cool, cute couple. Oh, look how adorable they are. Oh, they love each other so much. Like, shut the fuck up. They're trying to do that with Joe and Jill right now, too, and it's like, okay, stop. Just yeah. stop. Just stop. The actual origin of their... um their story has been retold like 17 different ways and it's all Mm -hmm. fake. So
0: yeah, (laughs) they hire Hollywood to tell, write the story for them. So it sounds so good.
1: Yes. It's like that. um, That reminds me. I was, I did a lot of research on um, that, that bogus lawsuit um, where that girl, Katie, I think is her name. Maybe um accused Epstein and Trump of like molesting her when she was like mm-hmm. 13 or something and um i mean the whole thing was so bogus and she's like i don't know i mean she couldn't even really she never heard his name so she didn't know if it was him anyways but what i found was on a couple different sites was that the lady that helped her like write that whole thing was a fucking Jerry Springer producer
0: Oh, come on. I <laughs> to tell you everything right there. <laughs> Jerry Springer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything associated with Jerry Springer should tell you everything. The whole story yeah. behind it.
1: So you fabricated this story, and now you're yeah. pumping it out, and people actually
2: believe this shit. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> hmm.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. She was
2: a Jerry it's like, Springer.
0: Like, let's bring Howard Stern into this situation, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Howard yeah. Stern says,
2: like, okay,
0: stop. Yeah. Yeah. He, he you know, he, it was just his people, his team behind all this. <laughs> oh, wow.
2: That's
1: my favorite thing to tell people when they bring that up. Like, well, I mean, it was a really great fabrication
0: by a Jerry Springer producer, so. That sounds pretty good. Yes. That sounds pretty good. It sounds accurate, honestly. Yeah, I, sure. I, when you're that famous and you're that rich, you're going to get accused of things.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. Especially She's
0: going to all the time. It's, yeah. it's a normal thing.
2: Yeah.
0: This is part of putting your name out there. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like I had two art, three articles that got put out in the last two days. One from the LA times, one from the sun, one from, uh, um, let's see the other one. Uh, the daily beast. Mm-hmm. So the daily beast writes about, um, um, to, that was with Madre Taylor Green at, at Maxine Waters office two years ago. And then that was part of the Suns article too. Uh and then uh, the LA Times wrote about me being outside of the uh the Dodger Stadium. <laughs> um just uh just recent he's out at the vaccination center that they had, the these are mass vaccinating people at the Dodger Stadium. Yeah. So I went over there trying to like expose it and show people what they're doing. And so they wrote about it, try to make me look like I was crazy because i was exposing the dodger stadium vaccination center they said that our people uh closed it down and shut them down and stuff like that that did not happen we really just rallied we all got together it was like 50 of us and we all walked to the dodger stadium from one area to another and it was across the street honestly right across the street it wasn't even at the dodger stadium we weren't even obstructing the traffic whatsoever and the la times and the sun Decide to uh, slant the truth and say dishonest things, which are not true, completely not true. So,
1: yeah. I mean, when was the last time they printed truth?
0: That's what I want to know. That's true, and it'll, and they'll try to slap the truth, and they'll say, "Oh, this person can't be true because he was in this situation." Yeah. So, like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, that's what they do to all of us. You know, they try to try to put a muzzle on us. Yeah, and imprison which us,
1: which is so fucking stupid because there's so many ways to prove that you're lying. It's just that nobody does anything to double check that so I was sitting here the other night with my girlfriend and I was like hey um not my girlfriend girlfriend just to clarify my friend and she was like I said what you know there's like the election report from um from Ratcliffe right that came out got breezed by like a few of us read it right nobody really read it though Oh, like, oh, there's a report on it. Mm. It's like what if I start just reading these things, would you if you could listen to somebody like recite what a document like this says, would you be more apt to listening to it? And she's like, yeah, cuz then I could put it in in my car or whatever. Um, so like, maybe that's what we'll start doing then. Maybe we just need to read it out loud so people have no excuse.
0: Interesting how how all that works. I mean, it, the reality is that these people think that they can get away with everything and they're just not going to get away with everything that they think they're going to get away with in the first place. So yeah, it's, it's up to us to decide whether we're going to allow them to take advantage of us like a cheap uh, hooker or not let them do that.
2: Because
0: yeah. we're not that. So we got, we got to give them our worth, our value and we got to stand up to them and say, no, we're not going to take this and we're not going to allow you to put this muzzle on us. Uh, we're not going to allow you to control us. If we can go inside a restaurant, uh, we're not going to allow you to stop from going into uh, living our daily lives and not having to, uh, we can stay within our range of, uh, our space and we can control our own life, our own destiny. That's what it's yeah. about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. We're not, I'm not, in, I'm not into falling into communism anytime soon. So if we could avoid that, that would be great.
0: Yeah, it's a good one. Oh, it's a good tweet, actually. was <laughs> that <laughs> a tweet idea? Yeah, <laughs> Just a little bit of that, a little bit of comedy. Hey,
2: maybe
1: in a few years, not today.
0: So
2: not today, not right?
1: That, not ever, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so um, what do you? Are you in the raising money stage? Like, where are you at with your campaign? So we can best support you.
0: Yeah, I'm raising money right now, and uh, they can go to my website at okay. Uh pretty much my Twitter, my PayPal. Um, it's all done through PayPal, so they can get money through there. It's much easier to do it that way. Hopefully, I don't get banned from PayPal because that does happen, um, but if I do, then no big deal. I have other platforms that I'm doing yeah. that. I have a fundraising company that's helping me, so um, okay. we're doing good. We're getting a liftoff right now. So
1: Good. Good deal. Yay. Yeah. We'll be rooting for you to beat Maxine Waters.
0: Yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And if you come to California, I'll send you my number. So.
1: Yeah, for sure. I will be down yeah. there hopefully in a month or two. I need to see my grandparents. It's, it's, it is it's over time.
0: Yeah. And you're in PV, oh, so man. you're like right next to me. So Yeah. Or right there. Like neighbors. Yeah. We are neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tonys. So we'll go there. <laughs> yeah. Sounds pretty uh, good.
1: Hopefully we can at some point soon.
0: If not, the Riviera is open, so they have a lot of places that are open outside, so.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: Yeah, that, That's good.
1: one thing about Southern California It's super great is that it might be a little bit chilly, but it's not pouring down rain and shitty all the time, so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The weather is, is pretty decent. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you sure. can go out still and do stuff, so.
1: Yeah. Up in Portland, the restaurants are going to struggle really bad because they are, they still can't do any indoor dining and everybody has set these like little igloo things up outside or they have tents outside of the restaurant. And it's like, if
2: we're going to be in an enclosed, (laughs) we're still inside. We're still inside
1: closed space. So why aren't we just inside where we have like actual air filters?
0: Yeah. The hypocrisy. Wondering hypocrisy of the left. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, that's what it is.
1: Great. Well, you'll have to come back on in a little bit and give us an
2: update on how you're doing. We'll do. I will do that. Yeah.